Welcome to Make It Count, Living a Legacy Life, where we invest in what matters, God and people. I'm Sue Donaldson, speaker, author, and creator of WelcomeHeart.com, where you can learn to know and show the heart of God. And that's what counts. Thank you for joining me. Good morning. Today I'm so excited to share with you my friend, Anna Dale White. She just turned 95 and she wasn't comfortable speaking into a microphone. So I'm just going to tell you a few things that she uh, has told me through the years. I've known her for all my married life, 32 years. And I just realized I wanted to share some of the wisdom that she's passed on to me to you. This whole Make It Count Legacy podcast came about because I thought, you know, I only have 20 years or so if of cognitive viability, if that left, I'm almost 68. And I want to be able to make my life count. And so I, I went over and spent some time with my friend Annadale about six months ago. And then more recently, I had her over for coffee and we talked some more and I did record a little bit about what she said. And I'm not sure I'm going to be able to play it for you, but I'm going to try. Um, Anna Dale uh, has a PhD in education. She used to teach in the education department at Biola University. She's been a widow for the last, oh, I would say uh, 15 years or so. And um, she's just such a godly woman. And you, anyone who meets her loves her to pieces. I, I do count it a blessing that she knew my husband before she knew me down in Southern California. So when she met me up here, when we both moved up here, she would just brag on Mark to me. And I don't know about you, but the first few years of marriage uh, were challenging uh, for me. I think uh, for Mark, though, he doesn't really remember it. <laughs> Maybe because we were older and we thought we knew everything. And I was 35 and Mark was 32. And we did know a lot, but uh, we were different in the way we were raised and and how we looked at many things. So Annadale would be such a blessing to me when I would talk to her and I kind of roll my eyes and say, you know, I, I don't know about this marriage thing. It's kind of uh, challenging. And she would just grin and smile. And she said, uh, you know, uh, I can't wait to see what God is going to do with your marriage. You and Mark are just going to have the best marriage. And, and he's just going to do such wonderful things. And, and I kind of, I didn't exactly roll my eyes, but I wasn't so sure at the time. And and I think back now, and I think what a boon to have an older godly woman speak that vision into my life when I was feeling depleted and a, and a little sorry for myself. Praise God for Annadale. And I think that's, I think we all need someone in our life who's older and wiser and has known God longer and has been through the throes of life and um, has seen God come through for them and to speak that it's hope. It's really what they're speaking, hope. And and uh, Annadale's a woman of the word, and I know she knows the scripture in Philippians 1. I am certain that God who began the good work in you and will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Jesus Christ returns. And that, that theme is going to come up a little bit later in this podcast, but I think maybe uh, one of the grandest roles as a mentor is to call out the promised pur- purpose in another. And this is what Annadale, just just by being herself, would call that out in me and for our marriage, that God will continue his work in you. You hear this for yourself today if you're feeling like you need a little bit of hope. 
And you don't need to fret because he is the one who will continue the work. Sometimes we can't work and we're just tired when our faith is worn out and depleted and we can crawl up into his lap and 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 recall that to our mind that he will be the one to continue his work until it is finally finished on the day on the day when Jesus Christ returns. Um, another purpose for a mentor is that he is working where where we don't see and God has been working in our marriage and has been all these many years and and we can call that out in a younger believer and give them hope. And third that he is completing what we can't see and what we what we can't feel that we can finish ourselves and this is a high calling to love another with the vision that God has for them. You will never be bored and you will never regret pouring into another what God has poured into you. And Annadale has done that for so many women uh, through the years. Uh, one time I was teaching Bible study at Grace Church and I re- I uh, mentioned Annadale who wasn't there that morning and I just, it dawned on me that there were so many new women in our church that maybe they didn't know her. And so I just said, who here does not know Annadale White? And several women raised their hands and I said, please come for coffee at my house. I'm going to invite her and you can just get to know her. And um, maybe that was kind of a funny thing to do, but I encourage you to do that. If you know someone who other people need to know, like to glean from their wisdom, do it now. Um, that was probably 15, 20 years ago. And so I had Anna come over and maybe just five or six women came. And there was this one gal uh, who was new to me and new to Annadale. And I just opened it up for questions. I said, okay, you guys, um, what questions would you like to ask Annadale? And of course, she was up for it. And this gal said, has your heart ever been broken? What a great question. And Annadale did not shy away from it. And I knew she wouldn't. And I know that her heart has been broken. So I was waiting to hear her answer. And right away, she said, of course, but broken hearts heal. And she said, you can either you have a choice when your hearts break. You can either run away further from God or you can run closer to God. You have a choice and maybe your heart is broken today and you don't see a way out, but but you have a choice too to uh, come closer to God and become better, she said, or run further from him and become bitter because that's what we become when we run from God. We become bitter because we're so disappointed with the way things have turned out in everybody's life, there are disappointments. And here was Annabelle, uh, Annadale just telling us right there, but yes, hearts are broken. But I think we learn more from people whose hearts have been broken. If your heart has never been broken, uh, it's difficult to tell someone to go buck up and trust God. But if your heart it has been broken, you can say, you know what? Yes. And I have cried myself to sleep many nights but God is faithful and he will finish the work that he has begun in your life. I asked her uh, at one time, I said, Annadale, what is your morning routine? And um, just a little tip, she always, she's always one to say, I think it's important to read the Bible from beginning to end. And I thought, wow, that's hard to get through Leviticus or some of the minor prophets. And I just like to skip to the good parts version, you know, what Jesus said or all the epistles. But she really, really says it's best to read the Bible from beginning to end. 
And she did, I reminded her of that. And she goes, oh yeah, read the New Testament twice, beginning to end, and then read the Old Testament and you'll see how Jesus is all through the whole Bible. So that's a, a great bit of Annadale wisdom. So I asked her about her, her morning routine and I thought she would say something like that. But I was surprised to say that she, she says, well, I sit over there in that chair and she pointed to a chair in her living room over by her fireplace and she said, and I get my coffee and I'm still in my nighty. She thought that was funny. She kind of giggled. I'm still in my nighty. And I sit down with my coffee and I, and I say to God, I am so excited that I get to have my first cup of coffee with you, Lord. And then she opens Jesus Calling by Sarah Young. And uh, which you may be familiar with it, but it's a beautiful devotional. And it has two or three scripture references, usually just the references at the end of the devotional. And so she says, I read that day's Jesus Calling, and then I look up the scripture references, and I find if they're particularly interesting, I keep reading. <laughs> and I just thought that was so precious. And she's been through it, I think, for four years now. She's been going through it. And so recently, I picked it up as well. My daughter has bought herself a uh, a new copy for herself. And so I, I'm, I'm reading it because my daughter's reading it. And now I know that Annadale's reading it too. And it's such a blessing to us. So that's her morning routine, something very simple, but uh, so godly and that she's so excited that in her 90s, she can have her first cup of coffee with her savior. Uh, recently, I um, also asked her uh, how do you stay humble? And she said, I probably don't. <laughs> I thought that was such a great answer. And I said, well, what helps you to keep your mind on things above and not on things on the earth? Like it says in Colossians 3, set your mind on things above. And she says, well, when I think about myself too much, I'm not setting my mind on things above. So when I find that I'm doing that, I get busy serving God by serving somebody else. And I said, well, how do you pour your life into others? And she says, I do it by listening to people. She said years ago, her husband pointed out to her and she goes, I was shocked when he told me this, that he told me I was a good listener and that I get things out of people that they don't normally share with him. And so he thought that was a real gift from God. And uh, she seems to know God's given her this gift of knowing what the person needs to know from the Lord. And then she tells them what they need from the Lord. But she says, I don't force it. And I listen first because God would not force it. She also um, told me the story of her salvation. She said uh, that when she was young, she knew that God was speaking to her. And I said, well, how did you know that God was speaking to you? And she said, well, you just know, you just keep being reminded. And he was telling me that he wanted me to, to surrender my life to him. And I, I told him no. <laughs> I said, really? Yes, I told him no. And he kept coming after me. And it was like bothering me. And it was about a year where he would just say, you need to give your life to me. And I didn't want to. And I said, why didn't you want to? She said, well, because I was independent. And I knew that if I would give my life to him, he would want to control my life. 
he would, I would have to give up my independence. Wow. She knew that at a young age that, that he was going to take over her life. So she wasn't about to give her life to him easily or in a glib fashion. She knew once she did it, it would be for life. And she said, he kept bothering me. And so finally, finally, I said, yes. And you know what happened? And I said, what? She goes, I was really surprised. I thought I would feel really sad because I was giving up the rights to my life. But I was so surprised that this most overwhelming joy came over me. And I've never stopped feeling that joy. And I said, Annadale, how old were you when God was bothering you and bothering you and you finally succumbed to his pursuit? She said, I was eight. (laughs) I said, so between the ages of seven and eight, you were having this philosophical tug of war with the God of the universe. And she said, yes, I don't think I probably could have expressed it that way at that age. But I know now that's what it was. He was after me to give up my total independence, independence on him. And I'm going to play a little bit of that, her telling that story. I'm not sure it's going to come through, but I'm going to try it. um, Because I was just taping her on my, recording her on my phone. Uh, About a month ago, I called her and I said, Annadale, would you like to come for coffee? It's been a while. And she said, sure. And we set up a date. And that morning, I didn't call to remind her or I wasn't sure if she texted. But it dawned on me that maybe she wasn't driving anymore. I don't see her at church because she goes to a different service. So I hadn't talked to her for a long time. This was in January. And Annadale was late. And there's one thing about Annadale. She has a really clean house. She really reads the Bible a lot. And she's never late. So I was getting a little nervous and I was trying to think, well, how could I reach her if she's not home? I think I called her at home and she wasn't there. So I was getting a little nervous that something had happened. And about 20 minutes after the hour, oh, after the hour, I was thinking, well, um, maybe she's late on purpose because about 10 years ago when she came for coffee, she was early and I made her finish the vacuuming because she said, what can I do to help? Because she was about 10 minutes early and I like people to be never early and late is really good. That's really good for me because I'm always late. And I made her finish the, go- the vacuuming and she did. But this time I wasn't going to make her finish the, the vacuuming. And all of a sudden, about 20 minutes after the hour, she just walks in. Now, thankfully, I put the dog in the kennel. So Holly gets very excited when people come in and jumps all over. And I didn't want Holly to um, scare her. And so Holly was in the garage in her kennel. But Annadelle just walks in talking and she said, I'm so sorry I'm late. My Uber driver was late. My Uber drivers are never late. And I said, oh, Annadale, you use Uber. You are so smart to use Uber. And she said, oh, anybody can use Uber. And she said, but they are never late. And this one was late. And then later she said that she shared the Lord with her Uber driver. I said, well, how did that happen? Well, he asked me 
uh, what was my secret for my long life for being so old, basically, is what he was asking. And I said, oh, well, it was the Lord. The Lord uh, helped me be old. And he goes, no, 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 no. What is your secret for long life? And she said, no, that's it. For some reason, God wanted me to live a long life. And so that's what I told him. And I said, well, what would you change about what you're doing right now? And she said, you know what? I feel like I just need to be more open about the Lord. And I thought, well, she's pretty open. What a great example uh, she is to me and for anyone who talks to her. Later on during the coffee, she uh, looked at me and she said, you know, Sue, um, you're not going to live that much longer. And I thought to myself, well, has God told her something that he's trying to tell me through her? And I said, you're right, Annadale, I'm 67. And she, she kind of paused because she now pauses a little bit before she speaks. And she said, and I have even less time here on earth. And I said, and how does that make you feel, Annadale? And she said, I can't wait. And she had the most radiant smile and expression on her face. And I thought, wow, right there, that is a bit of wonderful mentoring. Someone who loves Jesus so much, like Paul, who said, I am struggling between wanting to stay with you here on earth, but wanting to be with Jesus face to face. Oh, what a sweet and precious time. I'm going to try to play her voice just so you can hear a little bit of her voice. I asked if I could record her and she said, oh, no, 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 no. So this uh, may or may not happen. And if not, I hope you've been blessed uh, by hearing a little bit of wisdom from Annadale. And I'm going to see if I can get a recipe from her that I can put on show notes. She is a wonderful cook. One time she told me she loved to make chiffon cake and she made one for my tea party at that time and I looked up a recipe later and it takes like 12 eggs I thought I don't think I think I'm too cheap to make a chiffon cake but she made it for us anyway I'm going to close this off and then I'm going to see if I can record for you the little recording I made it's in right in the middle of a sentence but she's telling us the story there was another friend there of how God um, was the hound of heaven after her and bothering her so much that she succumbed to joy so thanks for joining me today in case you don't hear me again. And so another day came and went and he asked me again. And I said no. And some time went by and he asked me again and I said no. And that's went on and on. This went on for a year and a half that I know of with me saying no. How do, how do you know he was asking you? How do you know when God is talking to you? I'm asking you. <laughs> it just kept coming up in my mind all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, I said, you're going to just keep bothering me and bothering me and bothering me. So I give up. <laughs> it wasn't a great esoteric <laughs> decision. It was just... I surrender. I give up. I can't keep going like this. That's awesome. But tell her how old you were. Um, I was eight. <laughs> That's awesome. You were a deep thinker. 
Well, well you know, I don't think I could have described it the way I just described right, it. Right, of course. I couldn't have put it into words like that. Right. But I could remember it. I'll never forget it. Wow. So I said, um, so I said, you know, so okay, you know, so okay. I'll give myself to you. Well, it took not even one instant. It was like a flash of lightning, you know, how fast that is. Mm -hmm. That I was so filled with joy. <laughs> I did not expect that. I expected to be sad about it. Wow. That's that I'd so given cool. myself up. Mm -hmm. I wanted to I'd be sad. Mm -hmm. But I was just so full of joy. Oh, my gosh. And um, I still am. Oh. What a Until next time, think about your legacy, the one God has called you to live, all for heaven's sake. I would love to speak at your next Christian Women's event. See my keynotes and retreat series, as well as the show notes from today's broadcast at welcomeheart.com. Thanks for coming. You're always welcome here.